Welcome to the X-Men Roundtable, an amazing group of divorced men who show up each week to a candid and short discussion about life after divorce from our various and unique experiences. I'm Jason Blount. Thank you for joining me and my friends Peter Hobler, Dustin Drun, Larry McGinnis, and Stuart Young. Here we walk shoulder to shoulder with other divorced dads simply trying to do one right thing after another as we share about relationships, fatherhood, ex-spouses, mindset, and much more. This is the X-Men Roundtable. Stuart, or do you want to, how do you want to do that? Go for it. Well, to, to everybody listening out there, uh, Dustin yeah. just brought up a very, very pertinent point and something that we definitely, well, from, speaking from experience, I don't look at this on a personal level um, as often as I should because in my coaching capacity with businesses, I actually talk about this all the time. And so, Dustin, you've brought this up. I'll let you introduce the question. Sure. Thank you. Um, well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the X-Men Roundtable. First, uh, first and foremost, and thanks for joining us again. Um, so the question that I had posed this morning had really to do was kind of a generalized question about each of us have a unique selling proposition or a USP is what Stuart was mentioning earlier. And so my question to each of us was, what is our each individual unique selling proposition? And hopefully in our discussion about this, it'll awaken something in any of our listeners or anyone that's out there listening. What is your unique selling proposition? How are you showing up to your clients, to your family, to your, your partner, to your ex, to your whatever? Um, and what sets you apart from others that in, in like your position or whatever? We all have special uh, superpowers, if you will. So I think an important thing to do, though, is identify what that is. And to to steal Peter's thing uh, before he says it is getting clarity on those things and, um, you know, being able to kind of lean into those things and use that as uh, stepping stones or, or as leverage or as momentum to get to where you want to go. So I will open it up with whoever wants to start. Uh, with what is your unique selling proposition? How do you set yourself apart from the rest? Who wants to go? It's so such, a great, such a great question. There, there are so many facets of that in life. So I'm going to start with the most important aspect, facet of my life, and that's you know, my family, the relationship with, with my wife, Lori, and, and then with our kids. And I am striving to truly always be based in integrity and to be aware of, of, for example, Lori's needs, where she is, and of how I'm coming across. Because in the past, she and she's pointed out several more than several times, uh, I have a tendency to just sort of spew forth and it's not, it doesn't come across great at, at times. So I've really worked on letting that go. Um, I'm working on not uh, cussing anymore as well. Apparently, I was doing that a lot more than I realized, and it was interesting. I had my weekly discipleship meeting on Monday with my old dear friend, Craig, who's guiding me through this, and uh, he said, I'm a, I'd am like to share something with you, and uh, I don't want you to get offended. I want, I want you to take it the right way, and he told me I need to stop cussing so much. No one's ever told me that before. It's like, dang, wake-up call. So that's a, the basis for my family relationship with Lori 
but also I take that integrity and awareness and I'm basically semi-retired now, but when I do go out and, and do anything with travel or anything else for that matter, I always strive to be based in integrity and to make sure I'm I'm learning as much as I can about the recipient, about the person I'm interacting with. And that's what I base my whole travel business on. First question, uh -oh. how would you like your travel experience? Uh-oh. Uh-oh, what? Uh, uh, you glitched out just for a second. Yeah, yeah, Peter, we missed like the last maybe sentence of what you said. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I think I have a bad connection <laughs> today. All of a sudden, my my internet connection bars are much lower than they normally are. It's been that way the last few days, so I don't know. But um, but I, what I was <laughs> saying was I also strive to take that integrity and awareness to you know, my travel clients or anything else that I'm doing in life. Always be based in integrity and I focus on being aware of the other person. So in travel, for example, my first question is always, how would you like your travel experience to feel? Mm -hmm. And always make it about them. And listening, listening is huge. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. That's, the, that's actually the first word I wrote. I've just made some notes thinking about it. So I'm going to come at that this from an from an angle that I am probably the most um, used to, because in my day to day life I'm like a business coach, and yeah, the number one thing that I bring to the table is that I'm I, listening. I have to listen very carefully to what each of those people, each of those clients, is saying, um, in order to understand correctly what they're trying to achieve because I don't want to impose my ideas onto them I want to really understand what 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 they need and what they want and then hone my advice or coaching towards those goals so listening is is huge um the other thing is like a multi-modality because there's there's so many facets to business and um there's so many different models that you can follow. I like to think I've got a broad, over my years, I've learned a broad range of those. And sometimes this thing will be the right thing and so, from this methodology, but sometimes this methodology has got something to add to it. And so I can mix and match things where ordinarily another coach might just stick to a modality and just work through that in that way. Um, integrity, what Peter said as well, because... If it gets to a point where I think I literally just can't help them, I will literally just say that, even if I'm going to lose the account or, you know, look like I don't know what I'm saying. I would just say, I don't know, but let's find out. Let's let's find out. I can either find out or we can find out together, whichever. Let's find out. So I'd rather just say I don't know something. And the lastly is uh, what I found is that with friends, family, and everybody else, I... I I can simplify things quite well. If you've got a complex issue going on, I can kind of like shuffle that into a to, a, to a, like a list of simpler steps. So it's easier to understand where the start point is and where the end point is, rather than just having a jumble of issues and you're trying to deal with all of them at once. It's like, no, 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 let's get them into some kind of order. Let's simplify what the issue is or what the problem might be. And let's break that down into some steps. I, I do that with myself in life because that's the way I have to manage things. And so then I I try and help other people do that because it, it seems to be the thing that's helpful. 
and then that just overflows into life with if a friend asks me something i try and i try and use those types of strategies to to help them whether it's my daughter whether it's my wife whether it's in whatever way actually that's that's mm, the way mm, mm. that's the easiest way for me to explain how i do it um in my coaching practice uh uh Relatively recently, in the last few months, uh, uh, a tool that I use is, um, and it, this applies in coaching, but it also applies in family and life in general, and just how I'm going to get past a problem is, uh, it's, it's called the sage perspective, the sage perspective. So, and that goes along the lines of there's the um, no matter how good or bad that situation is. Um, that was really driven home when, uh, when just a couple hours after I picked up my daughter from the airport, she uh, has a seizure, smacks her head on the pavement, and then all hell breaks loose, ambulance and stuff. And I, this was shortly after I learned about this, uh, uh, the sage perspective. I'm like, okay, I don't know what the hell the, gift is or opportunity here but i'm open to it and then over the course of the next couple of days these gifts and opportunities came in quite strongly not just for myself but for other people who are involved so uh if so what you would you call it the the unique selling proposition proposition yeah that's the sage perspective is my uh unique proposition Awesome. Uh, Jason's just joined us, so I will bring him up to speed here. What we're talking about today is what is your unique selling proposition in life and in business and those kinds of things in relationships, whatever. Um, and uh, so far, everyone has, has gone through the roundtable, except for me. And so it's my turn. Um, for me, it's about building relationships and leaving people better than I found them um, in an, uh, the broadest sense that I can. I think in in business, you know, as a realtor, um, my job is to help people achieve their homeowning, you know, buying a house or selling a house and making them, you know, solving that problem for them. Um, but along the way, it's just not a, just about the transaction or, you know, whatever. It's really for me about building the relationship, um, figuring out how to meet them where they're at, understanding with empathy and sympathy what they need and being able to, like you were saying, Stuart, reflect that back to them in a way that they can understand because um, maybe they don't have the clarity. Maybe they don't understand what it is that they're going through. Cause there's a, there's a lot of psychology and coaching that goes into being a real estate agent too, that isn't on the real estate test, by the way, it doesn't say, Hey, how good are you at holding someone's hand through this proper through this situation? It doesn't, it's not even on the test. It should be, but, um, um, and so for me, it is just about, like you said, being able to relate back to people what it is that I hear them saying, and then feed, like you were saying, Stuart, feed that spoon, feed that back to them, and say, "What I hear you saying is, this is the op the the op obstacle that you think is the case," um, mm. and then offering, you know, a sense of calm, being a lighthouse in the storm, whether it be through the divorce that I went through, like that's what I said a long time ago that I was a lighthouse in the storm for my kids, and and being that kind of stalwart um, kind of ongoing presence of calm and, and, and uh, 
I guess if you can peace, if you can, as much as you can, um, uh, just being the professional and being the the foundational person that people are depending on, right? Um, um, so that's it for me. That's been my unique selling proposition. Um, my review, the people that have I've asked for reviews back for my business have all kind of echoed that back to me. Like Dustin's a good this, he does, you know, whatever. Um, and so th that is, that is the main thing. My, my dad taught me a long time ago, you know, leave things better than you found them. And that's kind of how I try to live my life really. So if I, if I have a USP, that's probably what it is, is just, you know, spread the light and leave people better than you found them. Even if it just means a casual walk by and you find a way to compliment somebody or make their, their day better in some small way. Um, it doesn't have to be like this grandiose overture of anything. It can just be a, a smile even, you know, or a compliment or something like that. But um, so, yeah, that's, I think for me, that's what it is. But um, Jason, you're a little, a little, you're catching up to us. Do you, and you haven't had as much time to think about this as the rest of us, but the question back to you is what is your unique selling proposition as a business person or as a, you know, a father or as a partner or whatever, a person in, in this world, what is your unique selling proposition? Yeah, I, I think I'm catching on. Um, unique business proposition, is that right? Selling proposition. Selling proposition. Yeah. yeah. So this isn't something you come right out and tell somebody. This is just kind of like a core value kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, actually, mine, I really, mine really uh, took hold in the fire service. And I, I there's a quote from uh, Lou Holtz, who is a coach of Notre Dame for years and years. Um, short in stature, tall in reputation. And one of his things was to treat others with dignity, honor, and respect at all times. And I really, as I fashioned myself as a firefighter and a paramedic dealing with people in their worst days, that was something that I really wanted them to feel from me is a treat with dignity and honor and respect. Cause there's some people that challenge those notions, depending upon what they're doing, what they're doing in their life to bring them to that point or how they're treating you when you're trying to take care of them. So it was one of those kind of stakes I'd put in the ground saying, I'm, I'm going to act this way. And the other one's one uh, one of my chief officers gave me and says, let's let's give them the wow factor. So that when they interact with you or us or our group, our department, it was, wow. They really did a fantastic job. Wow, they had a great attitude. Yeah. Wow, they didn't they didn't do more damage than was or, than was already created. Wow, they really stuck with us and explained things to us to the end. They they're shoulder to shoulder with us as we were working with the insurance company, as we were working with the funeral home, whatever whatever it might be, it was to give them that wow factor, how we presented ourselves, how we stopped to talk to the children in the in the supermarkets and gave them a badge. So I think those are the two the two little things, the two things, not little things, two big things that come to mind right away as we talk about this was, and, and they were part of me already. They're really kind of brought out and even made brighter in, in, in the fire service with the people I, I was around was, to treat others with dignity, honor, and respect, and to give them a wow factor. Mm, awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I like that you, it, you know, I heard the mind went to, um, you know, over, over deliver, you know. Um, and so like, 
you know, I think that's a common trait with the five of us is that we're all about service and we're all about like helping other people when, whenever possible. Um, secondary question, and this is kind of, this is off the cuff, like how does doing what we're doing and saying what we're saying help ourselves get to the place that we want to be? I'm so glad you brought that up. Thank you. Uh, because, you know, because you were, you started off this whole thing with, uh, you know, how, how are we unique to our customers or to our family or to a person, but you, you neglected to say, how do, how are we unique to ourselves, mm -hmm. which is the mm. primary customer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you got to put your, the oxygen mask on first, right? So, um, it's too easy to forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the fire service. It's the SEBA model, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Sorry, little, 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 little pride sticking out there a little bit. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's true. I think um, uh, one thing I was listening to on my run this morning, and there was, I listened to um, Master Stephen Coe, and he was talking about energy and um, service and those kinds of things. And, one of the things he talked about was, and this is kind of tangent, but he was talking about people that want to feel more like they're afraid to hold, they're trying to hold on to the energy of the universe or whatever. And it's going to get a little woo-woo for a second, but they're trying to like not leak energy into the, in out. Like they want to accumulate energy that comes in, but they don't want to like leak it out. So they're not trying to, so that's kind of a, uh, um, I think it's a, a, a lacking mindset. It's not an abundance mindset, but understanding that energy is all around us all the time and it's always coming into us. And I was, as I was running, I thought about it. I was running down the street and I was running along the, the sidewalk and I looked into the gutter and I saw water. And you know how, you know, in the water, like when, when water gets stuck in the gutter, because there's like a, like, leaves or sticks or something right and that water just keeps coming in right and it just pools right there and if you want more of um more flow into that what happens is that it builds up and then if you break that dam the water flows out and then it creates like a bigger flow into you so like i'm getting to the point with this my point is, is that the water is like service, right? Like if you can't give out service, then you're not going to get more things in return for it. So th the side effect to being able to give up to others is that you get more for yourself, right? Um, not with the intention of getting more for yourself, but with the intention of giving, you get more, right? I think that's um, a nuance that a lot of people don't understand. They want to keep what they have. They don't want to share the light. They don't want to give for the sake of giving. They want to, some people want to give for the sake of receiving something. And I think that's a little backwards thinking a lot of times, um, you know, somewhere in the back of your mind, like, if I give this, then I'll get that, you know, and that's not exactly in my mind, <laughs> the, the right approach to that. You should just give for the sake of giving or help for the sake of helping or serve for the, the sake of serving without thinking of how to, what, what's in it for me. Right. So, um, and in that you become, you do evolve into a bigger, like spiritual presence or a um, service minded person or those kinds of things. Cause those things just start to kind of 
flow towards you, right? So anyway, that was a long kind of long-winded, weird metaphor, but... No, that's that's important because it's important business and relationships because it's it's called a in other circles called a bartering system. It's just a you give me this, then you do I do this for you, and then I have an expectation I'm going to get this in return. It's ego based. It's it, it's um, selfishness disguised as as uh, doing service, and you're really just looking to get um, something back from somebody. You're looking to be brought even. What you rewarded. feel rewarded? rewarded and what's do you? But if you come from yeah. a selfless standpoint of simply wanting to do something not out of ego, but out of, out of a, a higher place of serving somebody, then what comes back to you is, is, is what comes back to you as a result of that. But it doesn't, it's, it's not required. It's not expected. Yeah. And I, I think in line with, with both what you're saying, Jason and Dustin, it's coming from your heart. So many of us get stuck up here trying to figure out, Oh, how can I get more of this or that? But it all, to me, it boils down to be based in integrity coming from your heart and just doing what's best for others. And then, as you said, Dustin, that sort of opens the floodgates, if you will, for things to, to come back. But you're doing it for the right reason, which is really from here, from the heart, is key. And then rewinding a little bit, we're asking, you know, how does all of this really honing in on our, our USP, our unique selling proposition, how does that help us? Well, it gives us clarity. And now that we're talking about it and it's going out there, it's going to help hold us accountable to be that person. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah, true. I've got one caveat against, or or rather to add to what, what both um, Dustin and Jason were saying about giving to get. And it was the thing that I learned many years ago from uh, Neil Donald Walsh. If anyone knows who that is, he's the conversations with God guy. Again, I'm not a religious type of person. I don't, I'm not a believer. I'm an atheist. But his books were kind of given to me by some a good, a really good friend of mine. And so I read them out of like, you know, a, not a duty or an obligation, but because he because he was so into them, I wanted to read them. I read them, and now I've read all of them, and there's like 10. And he just, for me, he just speaks so much sense. It doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. He speaks so much sense. And, and his take on this was... Be utterly selfish when when you're going out into the world is as long as you're selfish in the right way. And his thing was, if he helps somebody, he his reward is he feels nicer because of it. He gets a kick out of it. And even if he does something good for somebody and they don't even know that he did it, he still gets the kick out of it. He's still like, yeah, that, was, that, that makes me feel good because I just helped somebody. So he, in his point of view, he's actually helping people because it makes him feel better as a byproduct. And it has, it, it has nothing to do with how they react to it because they may not even know that he's, he's had an input. And so I, I just want to use that as a caveat that you can selfishly go out there and do good around the world because it just makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's great. Yeah, I've experienced that directly, like uh, help, helping a woman move a bed yeah. one, one block. There's no way she would have been able to do it on her own. And literally a year, well, now it's been more than a couple of years now. Just thinking about it again, make, it just brings up that the good yeah. feeling things all over again. Uh, but also what you were saying, like you don't even have to know who you're helping. 
if you just pick trash up off the street, you're helping someone by not exposing them to trash. You don't even know who's going to be walking by next. Mm. So. But in fact, actually, what we're doing right now, right? We, we don't know who's listening. We don't know who's no. watching. But we're, we're all of us, all five of us are hoping, we do this every single week because we're hoping that somewhere, somehow, it's going to help somebody that we don't know, we're never going to interact with, probably, and we do it anyway because we really do want to help people. Mm-hmm. And, that, yeah. and that makes me feel good. Yeah. And then the selfish side of that is that it helps me because I help you. If, you know, we have this conversation and it helps me feel, mm. you know, deal with things that I'm dealing with or whatever, I get to talk about it. We get to share it with with you know whoever's our, our audience is and and yeah we get to we are silently helping ourselves you know um through that stuff so that's awesome absolutely well what do you guys think uh, did we did we did we cover all the bases did we answer oh, all the questions next week yeah i feel like we've answered all the mysteries of the universe with this little conversation <laughs> i think we sure. should have some takeaways yeah, go for it. My my first takeaway, because listening to all of you, you have made me think in a deeper way about my things. Because when I listed my things, I, I was still, I'm just looking at them now, and I'm still stuck in in client mode, uh, client and uh, supplier mode. I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, I'm still talking like a business person. But I really loved your lighthouse in the storm thing um mm. uh dustin and that and that gets to the heart of it and i don't think my things get to the heart of it they're, they're things that i would tell a, a prospect right but your lighthouse in the storm is what you can just go out into the world with and so i'm gonna this conversation's helped me listening literally listening to all of you i'm gonna i'm gonna spend some time this week because i'm off this week on holiday i'm gonna spend some more time thinking about what is the thing I go out into the world with rather mm-hmm. than what do I go to clients or prospects with? So yeah. thanks for that. Yeah. Next. That's, so I'm going to, I'm saying to everyone who's listening or watching, look a bit deeper. Mm. I, wonder, I mean, I, I have several takeaways, but the, the one, and especially from what you were just saying, Stuart, um, I think it'd be great for each of us, anybody you know, watching, listening, come up with your heartfelt USP statement succinct short because we've all tended to go on and on a little bit what what it is in a nutshell who and how do you want to be to serve yourself to serve others and how can that start sort of a a a wonderful give receive receive give type of cycle Mm. so from and, and i loved your your point Stu, also about when you do something for someone else whether it's in your family i mean you know Stuart, you and i are are married um, again. And I know when I do something nice for my wife or anyone in my family, it makes me feel great because they feel great. And uh, what greater gift could there be? Mm. Feeling good because you're doing something for somebody else. That's a win, win, win. <laughs> totally. So love that. Mm. Takeaways, anyone else? I got one. So mine is um, reach out. Like, Find a way to spread whatever it is, you know, the the light that's inside of you, the the positivity, the creativity, the love, whatever you want to call it, that um, find a way to reach out, spread that out to other people. Don't be, uh, to put it in, in terms of a real estate agent, don't be a secret agent, you know, tell everybody what you're about, 
don't be don't be um you know don't don't be selfish you know let other people know what you're about let your kids know what you're about let your partner know what you're about um find a way to um you know ex expand them make their day better somehow some way some small way doesn't matter how you know what you do but you know how can you how can you change their day, the the trajectory of their day? Something small. Mm. Mm. Yeah, good one. And With I guess like um, sort of like to me funneling down what what all you guys have been saying is like <clears throat> hopefully something was said that is going you know from any one of us is going to spark something in a listener. Mm take that and just be conscious in whatever you're doing and whoever you're talking to and and you know whether you're alone or with other people or you know in the shower or, or whatever just be very conscious of of what is actually happening instead of just walking through uh unconsciously i guess and you'll you'll find more opportunities to Bring your unique selling proposition forward. Hmm. Yeah, it's a good point. I like that. It's like take one thing from this conversation. The one thing that stands out to somebody is probably the one thing that really it, they needed to listen to. There's hmm. a reason why they noticed it. There's a reason why it's standing out for them. So go with that. That's a really good point. Exactly. Which is the topic for a whole nother conversation. Yeah, it is. The, yeah. the reticular activating system. We can talk yeah. about that. <laughs> Jason, did you say what your thing was? My thing, yeah. I did. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Are we done? <laughs> the parting shot. The, the yeah, parting the, parting, shot. the parting shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. If, if you're struggling to find this, if this concept kind of seems a little like what is mine, you're trying to find all these neat things that you you want to be. Don't don't overcomplicate it. Kind of think of what your skills are, and and if it's something you realize I want to, I'm this way 50 percent of the time, but I really like to be at 60, 70, 80 percent of the time more now that i'm thinking about it this is how i really want to behave more then put that suit on just put that as your your not a goal to be but an intention set for how you're gonna how you want to increase that 10 percent yeah. or one percent each day yeah. and and then you then you'll kind of get more comfortable and then you can kind of build on this statement this philosophy but if it's something kind of this seems a little um hard to pin down what's what's you well find that part that makes you um satisfied and at peace with yourself and you realize i'd like to up a little bit one percent or ten percent then then work on that and you'll it'll it'll develop it'll it'll come to you uh, make it fit don't make anything that we said oh i like what he said like what they said i'm gonna i'm gonna capture that statement for myself make it your own and so it's personal to you and it's it's something of you that's that's meaningful to you Awesome. There's another little gem to, to end on there. Yeah. It's great. You guys are awesome. Uh, well, we've gone longer than we usually do here, but it was a really good conversation. I think it was uh, one that we haven't had before. So I I appreciate you all uh, entertaining my my notion this morning and afternoon or evening or whatever it may be. And uh, yeah, I appreciate all you guys' stuff. I think we're we're on the right track, I think. So all right. Well, with that, I will uh, sign us all off here. And on behalf of Larry, Stuart, Peter, Jason, and myself, thank
thanks again for joining us on the X-Men Roundtable. We hope to see you next time. And please feel free to reach out to any of us with any questions or if you need any kind of support, we're here for you. So we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. See you guys. Thank you, everybody. Well, I'd say that's a wrap. We hope that our time together has inspired you, lifted you up, and given you hope. We all know how difficult divorce is, and so we believe it's important to share these things and let you know that you're not alone. As a man, as a father, as a human being, it matters how you show up in this world. So hang in there. Now, if you like what you got out of this episode, please be sure and hit the subscribe button below and leave us a comment or review. Oh, and please be sure to recommend it to a friend as well. Now, for more information about this episode and about us X-Men, simply check out the episode description. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover or just want to drop us a comment or a question, you can reach us at thexmenroundtable at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and we'll support you in any way that we can. Now, until next week, friends, this has been the X-Men Roundtable.